This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com and always at, at, at the game. The, 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 the game. The game. State Farm Prep Sports starts now. Now, now. It's high school sports on News Radio WGNS. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins take you to the game with complete coverage of Rutherford County High School Athletics. Now, let's get you to the game for today's broadcast. Well, welcome back to high school coverage here on WGNS Radio. It's our sixth game of spring fling here this week and our 161st of the season. Glad you're along with us. Brian and John here once again, we are now at Starplex. So we've and been on the air so much, we're just using first names now? Yes, okay. Brian and John. All right. Soon enough, it'll be initials. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon, it won't, it won't even matter whether we know who, uh, who we are. I don't know that we know where we are, but uh, the signs help. Starplex, field number four. It's the site of tonight's game between Eagle and Joe Burns. And, uh, John, this is a huge game to be in because you win. You play Gordonsville for a state title tomorrow. Yep, you can't get the chance for a title if you can't win this one. So, And they've done a good job of going one game at a time after they got in the loser's bracket and really have handled everybody pretty well uh, up to this point. Yeah, Eagles had a kind of an interesting stretch here. They beat North Green 10-0, then lost to Gordonsville in the second game 8-1, but then to get here have won games over Halls 12-0 and over Hollerock Brewston 10-0. So they've had some convincing wins. Joe Burns uh, has a 13-3 win over Halls, a 14-0 win over Hollow Rock Brewston, and a 5-3 loss to uh, Gordonsville. And I had somebody uh, tell me that this is really this single-A tournament has three teams, and any of the three teams can win it. And those three teams include Joe Burns, Gordonsville, and Eagleville. Well, that's bad. <laughs> and that's the three that are yeah, left. That's right. <laughs> All right. Prognostication there. Uh, the coin toss was won by Joe Burns, so they are going to be the home team here. Eagleville will be the visiting team. And uh, time to get a look at your starting lineups here on the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch, sponsored by the law offices of John Day, who have helped thousands of people get legal help when they've needed it the most. Starting lineups from Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies. And, John, you've got to look at those. All right, Joe Burns coming in here 25-17. and 17. Millie Putnam will lead it off and play second base. Julia Arms will be at shortstop batting second. Kalia Lucas will be the pitcher and bat third. Callie Yates will be at first base and bat cleanup. Alyssa Mitchell in center field will bat fifth. Miley Head will be in left field hitting sixth. Riley Raines will do the catching bat seventh. Faith Holt will be in right field and bat uh, eighth. Uh, and Putnam will be at third pace, and uh, she will bat ninth, and the flex player will be Jan- Jada Head. And as we mentioned, it'll be Lucas on the mound for uh, Joe Burns. For Eagleville, Addie Linton will lead it off and do the pitching. Emily- Emmeline Witt will be in right field batting second. Brindley Bain will be the shortstop hitting third. Uh, Maddie Davenport will be in center field batting cleanup. Ashton Walker at third base will bat fifth. Sarah Thompson over at first base will hit sixth. Abby Stokes at second base will hit seventh. Bella Bain will be in left field and bat eighth. And Piper Gardner will be the designated player, and she will bat ninth. Riley Warbritton will be the flex player. She will do the catching uh, in this ballgame tonight. So for Eagleville, it's Linton, Witt, Bain. 
Davenport, Walker, Thompson, Stokes, Bain, and Gardner. And Warbritton, of course, will be doing the catching in this game tonight. As Brian mentioned, the um, home team will be Joe Burns, and uh, Eagleville will get to bat first here as the umpires continue to have their discussion. Beautiful night for softball. We were down low talking to Coach Lehman earlier in the game and uh, early in the day, and that afternoon he was under the shade and got a little chilly almost. It was really nice. I'm just lying. It really wasn't chilly, but it was nice. <laughs> and uh, it's really nice up here. So It certainly is. Uh, we're, of course, in the press box overlooking field number four here at Starplex. They've got five fields. They utilize four of those. And McKnight Park. Uh, they just crowned the Division II uh, single-A and double-A champions. And they uh, one of those just played prior to uh, this contest here. There is a rumor. A rumor. There's a rumor out that there's banana pudding in this building up here somewhere, but it's top secret. It's top secret. Ooh. Oh, he pointed, pointed. To it, pointed to it. He shouldn't have done that. Uh-oh. You're going to leave. Somebody's <laughs> going to have to kill him now. <laughs> he gave the secret out. <laughs> uh, well, uh, while the meeting continues, we'll give you a little bit of a recap of what has happened this week. Of course, the Riverdale softball team came to the uh, spring fling. They lost the first two games and uh, were eliminated from the tournament but did get here. We just uh, completed earlier this afternoon the season for the Stewart's Creek baseball team. They lost to Farragut 6-4. to four. It was 6 nothing for a long time, and uh, Stewart's, Creek, uh, Stewart's Creek came off the deck and uh, made it a closer game at the end. They end their season at 31-9 and nine and in the state's final four. Eagleville baseball team. They are awaiting the McKenzie East Robertson winner, and they'll play at 10 o'clock tomorrow uh, versus Eagleville. The Eagleville Eagles playing at 10 a.m. That will be our seventh broadcast of the week tomorrow morning over at Reese Smith Junior Field. Ready well, to get this, this one going here? This crew's done a great job. We're we're almost at game we're at game time, 6:30. We thought it might be about 20 to 7. But they did a great job of getting the field ready. Well, it was supposed to start at 6.30, and they're going to be just a couple of minutes behind, and they just finished that game. Well, it was well after 6. Well, you don't have to be so pessimistic. I thought it was great. That's what I was saying. No, was no, awesome. I am too. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the the late. Well, they're two minutes behind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just barely behind here, it looks like. But, John, you got it uh, here. Addie Linton going to lead it off. And uh, Addie Linton, Emmeline Witt, and Brindley Bain will be the first three here for the Eagleville Lady Eagles. Again, uh, 24 and 7 on the season. They've played a lot of tough competition, too, out of those seven losses. Play some bigger schools to get them ready for this state tournament. I know they played Stewart's Creek because we did that game. And um, they were one game away from winning their district. That's right. And they were one bad inning away from getting to the sectional round right. when Riverdale beat them and got here in Class 4A. Let me give you uh, the defensive alignment here. I've got one mistake I'm going to have to look up. But Jada Head is in right field, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but anyway, Reigns will do the catching for Lucas. Yates at first, Putnam at second. Arms at short, Anna Putnam at third, Miley Head in left, Mitchell in center. And uh, I think that's, I think I've got it right on the defensive end of it anyway. Well, here we go. Linton stands in, and the first pitch is 
outside for a ball. It's 1-0. We're underway at 6-33. Official start of the game here. Pitch swung on, locked it into right field, and over the head of Jada Head. Rounding first and headed into second base. A leadoff double from Addie Linton, and she is fired up down there at second. Yeah, great start there. That's a get the leadoff better on. And they have been scoring some runs since that 8-1 loss. They have been scoring tons. Let's see. 10 and 12 is 22, and another 10 is 32. Scored 32 runs. Not counting the one, so 33 runs. And have only given up eight runs, but it was an 8-1 loss to Gordonsville. Emmeline Witt sending this the opposite way, and it's going to drop, roll all the way up against the fence. They're waving Linton home, and she is safe. Back-to-back doubles, and it's an RBI double for Emmeline Witt, and Eagleble strikes first in a big way here early on. Two gappers, really, one over the head of the right fielder, and then that one in the gap, just no way that Miley Head was going to be able to, to get it. Well, let's keep the hit parade going. Brindley Bain. Shows bunt, pulls it back there. Takes a ball, one ball, no strikes. Last time we saw Brindley, she was after a two-home run game. Yeah, Witt and Bain tore it up in that North Green game. The pitch on the way, sent to right field and deep and caught by Jada Head in right. That was a good catch and almost over her head and about the same spot Eddie Linton hit hers but that one was caught for the first out. Witt didn't tag, but I think she thought that ball was going to be over her head. Pretty good catch out there by head. one nothing, Lady Eagles. The three hard-hit balls early. That's a good sign. Lucas in the pitcher circle. Maddie Davenport, the batter, fouls this one away right side. You realize the first game that we ever did together as a two people, mm-hmm. Joe Burns and Eagleville. That's right. Football. In football back in 2000. Pitch. Line past the third baseman, Putnam. It's going to be station to station here. And Maddie Davenport is going to take second on the throw in. Emmeline Witt at third now. Single and take second on the throw. So three hits and four batters for Eagleble. They are coming up here hacking. Ashton Walker, the third baseman, stands in with two on here in scoring position. Fouls this one up into the screen. I see some of the profits this week in the netting up there. I wonder whose job that is to get those balls out of the top of the net. Oh, they get one of those things, you know. A little picker or something? Yeah, cherry picker. 0-1 on the way. Showed bunt and kind of bunted it foul down the first base side. Well, one of those balls is brand new up there. Maybe you can climb the fence tonight after the game is over, Brian. Okay. I'm very agile. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> Nothing in two. Been a long week for sure. It has. The pitch to Walker upstairs. And it's one and two. Was listening to Spring Fling HQ here on the radio and uh, 360 some odd events in Spring Fling in four days. Isn't that nuts? One two pitch outside. It evens it up at two and two. A lot of going, lots, lots of things going on in track and field too that we don't even yes. get to see. A lot of individual and team sports. You've got tennis, soccer. Things going on all around. Two two, fouled back up into the screen. Well, there's two big runs out there, Brian. We really could use to getting those in. Don't be surprised to see the addition of um, lacrosse and flag football in the future for the spring sports, too. 2-2 on the way. Shot right up the middle. It's going to get through. One run's going to score. Two runs are going to score. And Eagle is trying to blow the doors off here in this first inning. Single and two RBIs for the eighth grader. So three runs across. Maddie Davenport, the other eighth grader in the uh, starting lineup, just singled, scored the third run, and now Ashton Walker with the uh, single and the two runs driven in. It's now three to nothing. Every ball has been hit hard. In fact, Brinley Bay may have hit the hardest one, and it was an out. Yes. It was hit a little deeper over there to right than Linton's throw was. A little conversation with uh, the coach for Joe Burns, and that is Jada Head. That didn't look like Jada, though. It must have been the pitching coach. And we've already made a pitching change here. So that is your, going to be your Ideas T's pitching change. We'll get your defensive alignment and uh, get you your new pitcher. When we come back, you're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. It's going to be uh, Callie Yates, the new pitcher here for the Joe Burns squad. And uh, we'll be right back here on State Farm Prep Sports. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. We're back, and Callie Yates is the new pitcher. She and Lucas actually split time pitching, I think, but uh, they have made an early change here in the first inning. So she is the new pitcher of record. Sarah Thompson is at the plate and looking at a 2-0 count. It's been a double-double, fly out to right, single-single, and it's a 3-0 lead for Eagleville and got a runner at second. Pitch high and outside. Been a lot of action here in this top of the first. Abby Stokes on deck. There's only one out here in the inning. The pitch on the way, well inside, and draws a walk. 
So Yates comes in. And it's a walk. Let's see. Trying to find out who we've got at first playing, and I'm not so sure if that's Lucas that went over there or not. We'll find out here as soon as their numbers are just outlines in this horrible looking through a chain link fence to try to figure that out. Two on, and a little catcher indifference. They're going to let the runners move up now. So Walker is at third. 20 13. So that is Putnam, Anna Putnam. Putnam at first. Pitch back into the screen. Fouled back that way. Sarah Thompson at second. I think Lucas went to third. They just switched. Ah, that makes sense. Pitch high and outside. So Anna Putnam goes from third to first. And Yates to third. That is her usual spot when she's not pitching, so that makes sense. Pitch, swung on and missed. And that runs the count up to two balls and two strikes. Sarah Thompson draws the first walk. He's at second now. Runners in scoring position, two of them as a matter of fact. Pitch outside for a ball. It's the second batter that Yates has faced here in this top of the first. Still just one out. Pitch on the way. Outside, and it's back-to-back walks now, and the bases are loaded. Bella Bain going to step in here. She is the eighth batter here in the top of the first. Eagle up 3-0 over Joe Burns. And here's the first pitch to her. High and outside, and she's having a little trouble with the strike zone right now. Bases full of Lady Eagles here. The 1-0. That's a strike called. A little change up there was a good one. One ball and one strike is the count to Bella. This pitch fouled up into the screen. Bella Bain, one of the uh, few seniors in this lineup for Eagleville. State runner-up two years ago, state champion last year, and trying to get back. Pitch upstairs. It's going to be an appeal. Did she go? And she did not. I didn't even think it was close. Catcher Reigns asked for an appeal. Two and two. And the pitch up on the way. Swung on and missed. Caught by the catcher Reigns. And Joe Burns really needed something like that. Try to get another out. Sure would like sure would like to get a couple more runs in with this kind of opportunity. Three are on here for Eagleville, and Piper Gardner 
your batter. Looks at a strike on the outer half. To be quite honest, if Joe Burns gets out of this inning with only three runs scoring, they're pretty good for them. The pitch looped right, right up the middle. Passed. They throw to second. Safe. Beat it out. Now the throw home. Safe. Two runs are in. Thompson and Stokes make that Walker and Thompson are in. Threw it around the infield there a little bit. So Gardner at first. Stokes at second. And we have batted around. Back to the top of the order in Addie Linton. That's a fielder's choice, an RBI. She didn't get the second RBI on the throw. but 5 nothing, Eagleville. Here's the pitch. Upstairs and outside. So give her one RBI, Piper Gardner, and now Addie Linton, who got this whole thing started. Doubling to start off the game. Looks at this one outside, and it's 2-0. The pitch swung on, fouled back into the screen, came in about the hands. It's two balls and a strike. We were watching them Eagleville warm up earlier before the game, and coaches pitching a little plastic kind of thing, and Brindley Bain smacked one. I thought it was going to take the coach's head off. <laughs> Two-one pitch, change up, and low for a ball. And I think the umpire was asked to dust off the plate there a little bit. There have been two walks here in the inning. And it's a 3-1 count to Addie Linton right now. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Had a big cut. She was going yard with that one if she could. And it's a full count now. Yates in relief of Lucas. The payoff pitch, well inside, and has walked the bases loaded now. This is a scorekeeper's nightmare here in terms of trying to keep it on paper and <laughs> all of the adjustments around. The 11th batter of the inning is Emmeline Witt. She doubled and drove in a run. She drove in Linton, as a matter of fact. Pitch high, and it's 1-0. Bases loaded. After the four hits, there have been three walks that have been the trouble. Pitch outside and got her swinging. One ball, one strike. There are two away here. Top of the first, Eagleville has put a five spot on the board. As John would say, more ducks on the pond. Time called by Witt. Linton and Witt and Davenport and Walker all have had hits in this first. Pitch, swung on and missed on that riser outside. 
one and two. Check of the pitch, and now Yates readies, toes the rubber, upstairs. Two and two. She's got a good changeup. Got to watch out for that. I'd look for I look for fastball. She went outside with that one, and Whit poked the bat out there to get a piece. I think uh, Lucas and Yates have both spent considerable time in the pitcher circle here in this tournament, just looking back over their stats from the week. 2-2. Up about the hands and fouled back. Really good cut there by Witt. She homered earlier in the week. Twice, right? Uh, Bain hit, hit two. Oh, okay. I don't know. There were so many I couldn't keep uh, up. It's crazy, isn't it? Two balls, two strikes, two out. Bases loaded, and the pitch on the way. Outside. Well, take runs however you can get them. Another bad one will walk in a run. And everybody's going to be going at the crack of the bat, so a little more advantage to Eagle if they make good contact. Payoff pitch to Witt. Blooped to the catcher and dropped in foul territory. So everybody moves back to their station. Well, you got to get that catch. You got to make that. That's disheartening. Joe Burns really struggling to get out of this top of the first. Emmeline Witt lives to see another 3-2 pitch, and here it is. Went outside, got a piece of it. Well, Witt's making her work. That's for sure. This has been a 20-minute first inning. Top half. Top yeah. <laughs> That's true. The 3-2 once again. Poked it foul right side, and it's going to be in the trees. Future softball stars, little girls out there running around, retrieving... To her. Wow, this is pitch number 11 coming up. She's got a good arm, too, that little girl. To Emmeline Witt. Lined into right field. If it drops, it's trouble, but it's lined out to Jada Head. And that's going to end the inning. Well, it's going to take me a minute to recap this one. I do know that. Here we go. The Eagle Bowl Lady Eagles score five runs on four hits. There were three walks, and there were three left stranded. We move to the bottom of the first. Good news, Eagle Bowl up 5 nothing. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Pizza, pizza. You can now order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. We've made ordering online a breeze from SirPizzaTN.com. Tap on the location nearest you and begin your order for carryout or delivery. You can order the Royal Feast, create your own, spaghetti, calzones, everything right from our online portal at SirPizzaTN.com. SirPizza, you made me love pizza again. 
Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. And the bottom half of the first brought to you by Ibis Tees, Dan France Concrete, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Middle Tennessee Christmas Field. All brought to you by State Farm. Well, we are glad you're joining us here. We have two teams left in spring fling. That's Eagleville Softball and Eagleville Baseball. who will be playing for a state championship tomorrow. First pitch to Amelia Putnam. Give you that Eagleville alignment. First base is Thompson. Uh, Stokes is second. Bain at short. Walker at third. Pitch outside. The outfield is Billa Bain in left. Oh. Davenport in center and Witt in, in uh, right. Warbritton doing the catching for Addie Litton. Called that one a strike, so it's one and one. The pitch sails high. If you've seen Eagleble this year, you're not surprised by this lineup, are you? No. The 2 1. Little nubber, slow nubber down to Stokes. She's up with it. Makes the toss over to first. And that retires Putnam on the ground out to second. Defending state champions, it's not going to be easy. we got this game and then hopefully for them two games tomorrow. Julia Arms is the batter. Oh, that change up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Wow. His, uh, it takes a while, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He caught me a time or two already. I'd hate to be the scorekeeper, scoreboard keeper in this game. <laughs> Pitch, shot right up the middle. It's going to dribble through. It's going to be a base hit for Julia Arms. Got her another changeup, and she kind of waited back on that one and slapped it up the middle. Our plans for broadcast tomorrow will be the 10 o'clock baseball championship game tomorrow with Eagleville. For those listening into this softball game, pitch back into the screen by Lucas. She is now the third first baseman, right? Let's see. She's the third baseman. No, she's the third baseman. Left-handed batter. Ooh, this pitch sails way high and outside. Warbritton making a good stop to hold. Arms down there at first. That's called not releasing. You've got to release. I know. I, I, I'm, I know pitching coaches. Ah. This pitch high and outside. Are you, um, are you the associate pitching coach or anything to your granddaughter? Uh, I am the old man that sits on a bucket and let her throw 80 miles an hour at my head. Hmm. It's a fun it's a fun job. 2-1 fouled back into the screen. Do you have I think she's at 50 or so. She's in the 6th grade and she's already burning my hand. I'm going now I've been told I need to go get a catcher's mitt 
I'm 66. Why do I need a catcher's mitt? <laughs> I was going to say. I you, gave that up 12 years ago. Maybe you need the umpire's garb, you know, with all the padding and such. 2-2 on the way. Jammed her up inside. Fouled at the plate. Joe Burns has been putting across some runs too, Brian, in this tournament. Yes, they have. I meant to look back at that. They only scored three runs against Gordonsville, but 14 against Hollow Rock Brewston and 13 against Halls. Both of those were run rule games. Pitch, now back into the screen left side. That's why a lot of people have said with the way Eagleville and Joe Burns and Gordonsville have been going through this tournament and just blistering the opponents, it's been something to watch. 2-2 from Linton, lined into left field, and this is going to drop for a base hit as well. And now Lucas is at first, going to sack in his arms and back-to-back hits. I can't even put my ink pens down to write the hits and walks and stuff the way this first inning has gone for both teams. 5-0 Eagleble, but Joe Burns has two on with one out. Callie Yates, now the pitcher, started out at first for part of the first inning. This one sails high and out. Looks like that pitch, John, she's not releasing like you were saying right. fully. Right, holding it, holding it a little too long. 1-0. They did it again. Yep, same spot, same result. When you're a pitcher, though, there's so many little things that – you know, you have to remember, and, and sometimes you get out of sync every once in a while. Two on for Joe Burns. That was better. And it was a strike. Snuck that one in. I think I could go get a hamburger in between strike calls. <laughs> Seems like it. Or find that banana pudding you've been Oh, for. I know it's there. Score peak keeper already told me. 2-1. That pitch is really giving her some problems right now. Yep. It's not being able to get that across. Three and one, as you hear the chants from the Joe Burns dugout. Got it a swing and miss at that one. Right down the way. Joe Burns is in Cedar Hill, Tennessee, and if you don't know where that is, nobody does. Hardly ever. Bouncer to second. Oh, and dropped by Stokes. It's going to allow a run in. That was E4. Going to be kind of a routine play there, though, John, and it was just dropped. No RBI. So the run scores on the air. Lucas gets down to second. They really almost had a shot at two on that play. Yep. I think that may be what Stokes was thinking. I do, too. I think we've got a runner for Gates. But there's no way I can tell what the number is. I mean, I think those numbers should just be outlawed. I mean, you need solid numbers, right, to help old folks like us. The batter, Alyssa Mitchell, takes a strike on the outer half. The only young person here is... This young lady keeping the scoreboard here. The rest of us 
That's just because she can hear you doesn't mean you have to <laughs> pitch high and outside. Throw it out there. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're the one that said old. Well, I've been working with you all week, so. One ball, one strike. There's no way. I can't see it. Yeah. It's hard. Pitch, bunted at the plate. Takes a strike. It's one and two. Need an out here, Lady Eagles. One run already in for Joe Burns. The Red Devils, I think. Or at least the Devils. Not in the literal sense, but their mascot. One ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Outside and high. She has just not been able to get that pitch across. It's it's getting better, but it's still outside. Two and two to Alyssa Mitchell. Sails this one in. Or a ball. Just, just a tad Jeez. high, maybe. I guess that one was pretty close. Three balls, two strikes to Alyssa Mitchell. The Linton pitch on the way, swing and a miss. Big strike out there. Down goes Mitchell for out number two. Her first strikeout today. It's been ground out to second, single, single, and an error, which scored the run. Runners at first and second with two out for Miley Head, the left fielder. Linton pitch, first one on the way. Sails high, throw down to second, and they may have the runner hung up there. Does she get in safe? She does. Down at third. Warburton had a little trouble getting it out, or Stokes had a little trouble getting it out of her glove. Made a good throw, but not in time. So Lucas goes to third. Gates remains at first. So runners are at the corners now with a 1-0 count. Pitch on the way. Tried to slap it. Takes a strike. Could be a swinging strike there. One ball, one strike to Miley Head. Jada plays right field, and they're the same age, so I'd imagine they're twins. Pitch. Foul back. One time when we took that assumption, there were cousins of the same age on the same team so you can't always make that assumption even though I did and I talked myself out of it one and two to Miley Head the pitch from Linton right back to Addy throws to first inning over ground out to first will retire Head and Eagle limits the Joe Burns damage One run was scored on two hits. There was an error and two left on. We move to the second inning. Eagle coming up to bat with a 5-1 lead here in this must-win game. You're listening to State Farm Spring Fling coverage of softball. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers Danny and Randy Brewer have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here, and you are our neighbors. Born in domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. 
smyrnaautorepair.com. 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Oh, there's old Celeste. Oh, no, she's not old. I don't mean like There's that. young Celeste. Yeah, young Celeste. Good neighbor State Farm Agent Jenny Allman also on this half inning, sponsoring us, located at 125 Heritage Park Drive just off Memorial Boulevard. State Farm Agent Jenny Allman, 896-2013. We go to the top of the second. Brindley Bain going to lead it off here. First pitch is a ball to her. Let's see. There were 9, 10, 11 that came to the plate in the top of the first for Eagleville. Bain's second at bat, and she had probably the hardest hit ball of that first inning. Flew out to right field. It was caught by Jada Head. Takes a ball. Two and one. Now I'll show you a little trick here, Brian. See what I'm doing? I'm making a big mark where Bain started batting. Pitch. Where you'll know that was still in the first inning. Mm. Join us for more softball <laughs> scorekeeping tips. Three and one. Can I get a sponsor for that? Yates, change up, sails high. And it's a leadoff walk. It's the fourth walk of the game. And Yates has all four of them, by the way. Well, I did not do that. No, I just, you're going to regret it. I'm ignoring the numbers at the top here, and I'm going to get my whiteout in a minute. Foul back. Now, if they bat around again, we're really in trouble. Yeah. But I'll take it. I'll do whatever. Whatever it takes. It's 5-1 Eagleville right now. Maddie Davenport singled and scored a run in the first. The pitch. Change up in there, sails high. I thought maybe something was on with Bain down there at first. I see my granddaughter down there. And your daughter. You say granddaughter first. No, my, yeah. Yeah. Granddaughter down there. 1-1. This pitch high. Right now, Yates is struggling a bit with control. Count is two balls and a strike to Maddie Davenport. Pitch is a strike on the outer half. Madison Davenport, known as Maddie. One of the two eighth graders in this starting lineup for Eagleble. Pitch, change up, swung on and missed. And it's a strikeout of Davenport. Second one for Yates. Yates, although she's won four, has brought a little stability. They're not hitting her like they were to Lucas in that early part of that first inning. Ashton Walker is the other eighth grader in the lineup. 
They have pitch outside. Nope, it's a strike, Brian. Did they? Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to wait. Well, there's too much Be anticipation. Be patient, my son. Let's see. I counted that up, and I all forgot. One, two, three, four, five, six eighth graders on the uh, Eagle roster. This pitch high, and it's going to get behind Reigns and allow Bain to take second. And it's one and one, the count. Friendly Bain, one of the most focused players you'll ever see. I, I heard she swings about 300 times a day. Good grief. Hitting softballs. That doesn't include basketball shooting. can tell. Pitch. Lined into right field, coming over is Jada Head and makes the catch. Jada's made two catches over there, one that got by her that lead off the game by Linton. But since then, it's recovered. Brian, I told you wrong. That is Reese Head. I think she's the coach's daughter. But Jada's name was at the bottom, and I think that was the coach. Gotcha. Well, let's see what Sarah Thompson can do. Swing and a miss. She's changing speeds very well, and that's kind of offsetting these uh, eagle hitters. Senior Thompson drew a walk and scored a run in the first. The first batter to face Yates, as a matter of fact. Lines this one left side, and it's going to be out of the field of play. This is a really good crowd here to watch this game, too. I would think the state championship game will be on this field, correct? I think we were last year. I haven't looked. It is on number three. Okay. So that one just to our left. I wouldn't want to be the one who has to come up with the schedule for all the softball games here. Nothing in two. Went upstairs, swung on and missed. And it's a pretty quiet inning for the Eagle Bats this inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was one walk and left stranded at second is Brindley Bain. Well, let's move along here now as we continue to the bottom of the second inning. Your score, Eagle Bowl 5, Joe Burns 1 on State Farm Prep Sports. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and help you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU Dairy at Las Casas Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casas Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-890-0850. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. First pitch is in to Riley Reigns, and it's a ball for Maddie Linton as we get underway here at the bottom of the second inning. It's Brian Barrett and John Dinkins here with you today. Once again, 
Reigns, Holt, and Putnam, the seven, eight, and nine hitters to face Addie Linton here. Takes a ball to the catcher, Reigns. Again, our sixth game of the week. Number seven will be in the morning. It's been an exciting week. Pitch this is outside, I guess. And it's 3-0. and Linton toes the rubber. Pitch on the way. Tried to nip that outside corner and did. And it's three balls and a strike. Chance of 3-1 coming from the Joe Burns dugout. The pitch. Chopped right side. Stokes up with it. Makes the easy toss to Thompson at first for the first out of the inning. Sun beginning to uh, go down. It won't be too long here. It's been a long day of spring flame. I don't think we've ever done a night game up here, have we? I don't think so. It's all been day games. Pitch misses outside. Now, we've been at McKnight at night, actually earlier this week, in the rain. The only day that it rained and the only place that it rained was Starplex. The only time we were outside. (laughs) Yeah. Pitches just a bit high, 2 and 0 to Faith Holt. Pitch on the way, sails high. Well, a year ago on this day, nothing was played in Spring Flame. It was a total rainout all day. Never happened before in 30 years. 3-0 inside and Walker. First walk by Addie Linton. This is the 30th year of spring playing, 18 in Murfreesboro, and that was the first total washout of every facility. Baseball, softball, all the team sports, track, all of it. Here's Anna Putnam, steps in, her team down by four runs to Eagle, and takes a ball from Addie Linton. Holt at first, the pitch. Chopper to first. Steps on the bag. The throw to second is not going to be in time as Thompson steps on the bag and throws down to Stokes, but going to get Holt down to second. That was a pretty good idea. Just a little quicker throw down. Might have got two there. Right now, two hits off of Linton. And one walk, one error. Fielding error. Lined into right, coming in. It's going to be on the hop to wit. The throw to the plate. Going to be cut off and not in time. And a run is going to score. RBI single for Amelia Putnam. Third hit of the game. So a single and a run batted in. And it's now 5-2. to two. Boy, this pitch goes way high and outside. Warbritton, I don't know how she made that grab. She saved the base down there. Holding Putnam at first. 
Well, the error and the walk have come back to bite us here. The 1-0 pitch. Sells outside, throw to first, and going down to second easily is Putnam. Had her picked off, but the exchange wasn't good. He just said the count was one and one or two and one. I couldn't see the left hand. Pitch chopped to Stokes. Up with it. Throw to first and Thompson's got it. Gobbles it up over there. And a couple of ground downs to second base. Helps to limit the damage here in the inning. There was one run scored by Joe Burns on just one hit. There was a walk in the inning and one left. So as we move to the third, Eagle still on top with a 5-2 score. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports coverage of Spring Fling Softball. You've heard people say you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. Life changes, then it changes again. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. A job loss, change in health, or loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. Let's work together to help make sure that you're equipped for life's unexpected events. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for an appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Softball. You check out WGNSSports.com for the latest prep and MTSU sports news schedules, podcasts, and more. That's WGNSSports.com. First pitch swung on by Stokes and sends it to deep right field, but hooks foul out that way. By the way, it's 17 to nothing at the tackle football game going over to our right. Oh, you've been keeping a chat yeah. on that? <laughs> Almost got clobbered with a football on the way in. 0-1 pitch. It is in for a strike to Abby Stokes, and she's in the hole now. She walked back in the first inning. Gates has kind of righted the ship after kind of a rough start for her. Pitch upstairs. Boys, her ball rises at the very last. You see it, it goes, it looks like it's heading right straight to the middle, then all of a sudden it comes up on you. Here's a 1-2 from her. And poking the bat out, fouling this one back is Stokes out of the field of play down the first base side. Warbritton seems to have gotten a little more control as we've gone through of that change up her riser that she's had a little trouble with here in the early going. 1-2. This one's going to be a bad pitch and gets by. And evens the count up here at two apiece. Stokes, a junior. For the Lady Eagles. 
pitch is right back to the pitcher circle. Yates throws it over to Putnam at first. And there's one out here in the third. We're not getting the um, the big hits, the long hits. Well, I guess Ashton Walker did last inning, but not like we did in the first. Not getting the barrel on the ball like we were earlier, that's for sure. Eagle with a three-run lead here now in the third, 5-2. to two. Pitch on the outer half. Got to tighten up things a little bit, too, defensively. We haven't played that badly defensively, but, you know, there's some things. There was a throw there. We might could have gotten an out here and there. Had a couple in a rundown. We didn't get them. Almost a double play or could have yeah. been. 1-0. This is outside. Well, that's been one thing that has been trouble for Yates, and that's the walks. She's got four. 2-0. Way outside again. She's uh, what you call successfully wild. That's a good way to put it. We don't know what she's going to really what's going to come out of her arm. Keeps the batters off balance, I guess. Here's the 3-0. Went outside, and he calls that one a strike. If only we could hear him. Yeah, he says it, and then uh, it's a very slow motion for the strike call. The 3-1. This is outside and low, and this is going to be a one-out walk and the fifth one of the game for Yates. Let's get her over here, Piper. Senior Piper Gardner, the designated player. She's batting for Riley Warbritton. Pitch. Runner goes and slides in safe at second. Bella Bain down at second base now. It's a big run out there. Well, they've gotten two since we went up 5-0, so need to try to get some back here. Pitch in for a strike. Man, that's pretty. That's kind of been her bread and butter. I could hear the umpire that time scream it out. 1-1. Another good pitch. Strike on the outer corner. First one was more down the center of the plate. That one challenging the outside of the plate. So that's what I say, successfully wild. Walks one on four pitches, and now boom. In the hole, one and two. Big pitch, one on and missed. And Yates was headed to the uh, dugout, but one more out to get for them. Four strikeouts for Yates and takes us back to the top of the order. And Addie Linton. And, boy, we saw them do a lot in that uh, North Green game with two outs. So see if Eagleville can get something going here with two away in the third inning. Change up is high to Addie Linton. You know, I've come to the conclusion that my granddaughter has not watched a single, single pitch. No. But she's having a great time. A little chit-chat. Fastball going to be popped up in the infield. It's going to be a circus catch and then dropped by the pitcher. 
The throw to first, and it's dropped, and the run's going to score. Oh, big run. Big, big run. I thought Eddie did not run for about two or three steps, and I thought they were still going to have a chance to throw her, but the throw was bad. Huge run. It's now 6-1, to one, or 6-2, to two, and good luck scoring that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you shake your head, doesn't it? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you explain that with these pre-programmed buttons on Game Changer? That was just nuts. I, I'm, I'm, I'm scoring an error. I don't know. Yeah, got to be the case. Yeah, and that uh, brings out that was a that was a case of communication was bad. It had three girls around it, and I don't think anybody really ever called it. Maybe the pitcher at the last second. But it was costly. Cost him a run. And at first is Addie Linton. Do get one across of the two-out variety. And now taking off to second is Linton. Slides in safely there. So got one in scoring position now as Emmeline Witt is at bat. She doubled and drove in the first run of the game and a long fly-out line-out, if you will, to right field. All in the first. This is her third plate appearance. Change up way high. And the, one of the walks, one of those five walks, that comes back to Honor. Yes, a run across without a hit. Emmeline Witt digging back in. Pitch on the way. High and outside. And it's 3-0. and It seems to rattle Yates a little bit when she's got runners on here, too. I don't know if that's part of it. Taking that pitch all the way, and it's a strike called. And the line was going to make her throw a strike, and she did. Six to two now, Eagleville up. And now time called. We're in the top of the third inning. Eagleville scored five in the first and one so far here in the third. The pitch, sails low, and it is the sixth walk. A lot of times, John, it's hard to survive that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's an incredibly high walk rate. Need to take advantage of it here. Brindley Bain, the three-hole hitter, shortstop. feel like a home run here. Change up is high for, or not high, but outside for a ball. The umpire sweeps off the home dish. Brindley had so far still the hardest hit ball to right field, but it was caught out there by Reese Head, and she walked back in the second. They're intentionally passing her. 
So the seventh walk of the intentional variety. Load them up now. So the bases are loaded. It's Linton at third. Over at second is Witt, and at first is Brindley Bain for Maddie Davenport. Sends a shot to second. Jammed her. And sure did. Up with it is Putnam. Throws it over and gets it in for a ground out to second base and ending the inning here. Well, it uh, had the makings of a big one. They do get one run. No hits. There were three walks, and the bases were left loaded for the Eagleville Lady Eagles. We move to the bottom of the third. Your new score, 6-2. Eagleville leading Joe Burns on State Farm Prep Sports. The Blue Raider fan source for officially licensed Middle Tennessee gear is Raider Tees. T-shirts, caps, sweats in all sizes, designs, colors, children's to plus sizes. Raider Tees has decals and license plates to show everyone your favorite team. Plus check out their wide selection of Blue Raider art, jewelry, even golf tee markers. Show your Blue Raider pride with the largest selection of Blue Raider merchandise anywhere by shopping Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, just before the bridge over Broad behind Chewy's. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the law offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. We're back here at Starplex, field number four, for our coverage here of Eagle and Joe Burns. First pitch, Maddie Litton to Kalia Lucas is a strike called, and we're underway here in the bottom of the third. Eagle up 6-2. to two. Pitch on the way, lined into left, and Bella Bain making her way over, trying to make the grab in foul territory, and runs into the fence. Can we not have a banana pudding half inning or something where, you know, okay, no, never mind. I'm surprised you're still sitting here. I know. With banana pudding in the in the building. It's probably gone by well, now. I don't want to be pushy. I mean, it's for executives. It's not for oh. radio guys. <laughs> Nothing in two to Lucas now. But if either one of those two on the right of us go, <laughs> I want them to remember me. High and outside. And it's one ball and two strikes. Need a three up, three down inning here, Brian. Kind of get get going here on defense. Two hits off of Addie Linton here in this game. To this point, Lucas has one of them. Shot to third and right through Walker's legs into the outfield, and it's going to be Lucas at first. That goes back to what you were saying earlier. Need to yeah, tighten I mean, things up a little a, bit. That was a kind of a difficult hop, but need to block it or somehow. I'd Knock it down, give yourself a chance to make a throw, even if it's close. Yates come, the batter. She was a left-handed hitter, and it coming off that plate, coming off that bat, may have had a little spin on it. Looked like it did. I hated left-handed hitters that went to the left side when when I played short. It was.
some about it. And when they hit the ball, too, to the outfield. There's the 1-0 to Yates. Tried to go that way and fouled it up into the screen. These are definitely the 2-3-4 hitters are their dangerous part of their lineup. Well, by judging from the first advance that they had, let's see, one, two, three, four, four hits up there. Shot to short, throw to second, on to first, and she runs right into her. Well, we'll see about this one. I, th- I they think they're going to call out. it out. It's yeah. going to be a double play, and, boy, Stokes really took a very hard hit there. I mean, she just plowed right into her. It's going to be a 6-4-3 twin killing here. And now we just need to make sure that Stokes is okay. What are interference? They're going to confer on that, I think, make sure that that the correct call. You know, the runner does have, you know, she didn't run out of the base path or anything. And Joe Burns fans, that's what they're saying. Well, Coach Jada Head is is out there, and she is ready to, uh, well, make her thoughts known. See Thomas Bain out as well. So a long conference going on here. We'll see if they retract some of this or if it's going to stand. Now, I would say that you don't see a ruling overturned a whole lot. But well, I think we saw it today. We saw it turn overturned and then overturned again. Yes. But I think what has happened here is they pointed to the dugout and pointed to Yates, and I don't. I, I think she is being ejected from the game, if I had to suspect, the way that was reported. So we'll just have to see. But they did point to the dugout. Now the umpires are going to come back together. But just the way that they made that motion, so it really wasn't a question of whether it wasn't a double play, I think. Now, after watching the body language, it was more of a question of whether she was going to be able to remain in the game. Now, we're doing all of this from several feet away and trying to uh, just read body language. Of course, we can't hear a word of it. And I noticed our official scorer has run down there to ask exactly what's going on here. So he'll be able to... Give us a little bit of an update. There is a long delay in play here to try to unravel everything that has has gone on. The inning started with a Lucas single, and then Yates hit one right to Stokes. I think it was, was it Bain who was covering? No, Bain, Stokes was covering second. 
She was making the throw when she so got hit. It was six to four. Uh huh. Right. So it was a six four three. I guess you would have to call it that. Well, there was six, never a throw. Four, six four force with the runner's interference. Okay. I would think would be the official. Regardless, it's two out. And it's going to stand, so. Yes, it is. And the rest of. I mean, I think if she put her arm up. Yeah. And I think that's what she did and hit her arm, she couldn't make the throw. So I think that's part of it. But I think it was. I mean, you can't tackle them. Right. Well, I think it was the force in which she did that. Pitch in to. And I think Mitchell. Been, I think somebody's been thrown out. Well, the Eagle Bowl. It's getting a little pesky out there in the stands. Yes. A little soft liner to Brindley Bain. And that is going to end the inning. Double play helped there as well. Line out to shortstop, and it's a 1-2-3. Joe Burns third. Let's move to the fourth inning. Eagleville leading Joe Burns 6-2 on State Farm Prep Sports. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? Fast response if the power goes out. An app that keeps me informed. Tips to lower my monthly bill. Communication on things that matter to me. Done, 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 done. I want to know everything. Everything? Well, young lady, let me show you the MyMTE app. Energy Service Life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at mte.com. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, We're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Bud Morris, located at 3245 Franklin Road, just down from Franklin Road Christian School. State Farm Agent Bud Morris, 615-893-1417. Well, the uh, Kalia Lucas has been restricted to the dugout. So she is she was the starting pitcher, then went to third. I think or we then went new, to first rather. Yeah. I think we have a new first baseman. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out if we can get a number here. Ashton Walker going to lead it off here for Eagle. And takes a ball. It's 1-0. Walker is singled and drove in two runs back in that big five run first. Pitch. Just misses inside. It's two balls and a strike. Toes the rubber and the pitch on the way. 
Looks in one for a strike on the outer half. Pitch lined into the screen. Well, that certainly takes a big hitter out of their lineup. Boy, doesn't it? She's the three-hole hitter. Two balls and two strikes now to Ashton Walker. The pitch lined into right. Coming in, and Reese can't make... The catch out there bounces right in front of her, Reese Head, so it's going to be a leadoff single. And two hits on the day for Ashton Walker. Six to two, Eagleble. Sarah Thompson has walked and scored a run and struck out today. It's her third at bat. Pitch popped up and just out of the reach of catcher Reigns. do think that that's Anna Putnam back at third. It looked like 13, but it's impossible to see their numbers with just the outline. I mean, it's crazy. Let's see if we can figure it out. This pitch sails high. That is 13 at third. So we know Anna Putnam is there. She started there and then switched to first. So as John mentioned, it's that elusive first baseman. Pitch. Will be popped up and get away from Reigns. And with that, Walker's going to take second. That is Reese Head, who's come in from right field to play first base. Now we don't know who the right fielder is. <laughs> the drama continues. <laughs> We've had three different first basemen now. Two balls and a strike to Sarah Thompson. Pitch sails high on Yates. Well, John, if there was ever any doubt if this was Yates' game or not, it certainly is now because Lucas, who started the game pitcher, now being restricted to the dugout. Pitch sails low. I wonder how that's affecting team morale a bit here, too. It's a 3-2 count to I don't Sarah know. Thompson. I just love to find out who the right fielder is. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that one, I think. Popped up into the netting. I did so good finding the first baseman, though. You did. You did an excellent job. Eleven. That's... 11's the first baseman. And the pitch. Strike three called. Sarah Thompson becomes the fifth strikeout victim for Yates on the afternoon. And there's one away here in the Eagleville fourth inning. Abby Stokes steps in, takes a ball on the first pitch. Stokes has walked and grounded to the pitcher in the first and third innings. 
It's also twilight here, so it makes the field kind of hard to see. High looper into right, and going over is Putnam from second base to make the catch out there for out number two. Well, that's Millie. Well, Millie Putnam, Amelia. Amelia. And Anna's at over third, and Reese Head is at first, and I don't know who's in right. Isn't that a comedy routine? Looks like, did you say Holt, number two? First pitch is into Bella Bain for a strike from Yates. Yeah, Holt. She's in right, so nothing changed there. We got it all now. We're good. Now stepping out is Bella Bain. She's back in. Right-handed batter ready to face the second pitch here, and it sails low. One and one. There are two outs. Did I say I'd hate to be the official scorer of this game? Yes. <laughs> i said that many times. This is one, two. Uh, it's a brain teaser. And we're not helping him any. No. I mean, really. One, two, lofted high and deep into center field. Mitchell right at the fence making the grab. And that will end the fourth inning for the Eagleville Lady Eagles. No runs for Eagleville. They do get a hit and strand one. We move to the bottom of the fourth, and it is six to two. Lady Eagles of Eagleville leading Joe Burns on State Farm Prep Sports coverage of Spring Fling Softball. This Fanceroni pepperoni is fancy. Am I fancy enough for the Fanceroni? I'm wearing cargo shorts. But Tim, so am I. Try the Fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperoni. Little Caesars changed the hot and ready classic and added 33% more pepperoni, which makes it 133% better pizza than before. It's really good. Order a new classic online and use our convenient pizza portal pickup. In Murfreesboro on Memorial Warrior Drive, South Church in Old Fort. Pizza, pizza. Renters, when you combine State Farm Auto and Renters Insurance, you will save money. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and I'd love to talk to you about combining your auto and renters insurance to help you save. Call me, 615-895-2700. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck, duck, goose. You'd do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Well, here we go. Our game brought to you by Sir Pizza, sponsor of our game and coaches show podcast. Don't forget to check those out at WGNSports.com. It's Miley Head, the batter here. Well, if you can't have banana pudding, you might as well try for a Royal Feast pizza from Sir oh, Pizza. Oh, goodness. Uh, you know, we're right down here. You could... Why don't we send Murph to get it? Oh, wait. It wouldn't be any when we got back. <laughs> Miley Head. Your batter. Popped it up and back into the screen, and uh, Warbritton couldn't see it and find it there. And when we get back around, it's going to be interesting to see what we do with some of the uh, 
lineup changes here. It's a one ball, two strike count to Miley Head. This one's going to be fouled away. She is going to be out. Yep. I guess it was caught there, so there you go. Strike out. Riley Reigns, number seven. She is the catcher for Joe Burns. She grounded the second when she let off the second and now asked for time as Addie Linton was just about in her motion. Everybody takes their places, and the pitch sails in there for a strike on the outside corner. One away here in the Joe Burns fourth, 6-2, to two, Eagle Bowl. Pitch, swung on, fouled back into the screen. And in the hole now is Reigns. And the pitch just a bit high. You know, we thought we had a good idea of the lineup today, just not the positions. And turns out none of that mattered anyway. Everybody's been no, swapping around. Right. <laughs> one, two. This one high as well. And back even in the count is Reigns. Don't forget to join us tomorrow morning. Eagle will in the championship game. 10 a.m. Airtime, what, about 9.45, I guess? Yep, yep. This pitch just got inside and on the hand, so it's a full count now. Had her down nothing and two, and now Reigns has battled back to a full count, and the pitch chopped to third. Up with it, Walker. Threw across the pond to Thompson for out number two. Well, you get in these games that do or die, and every pitch, every play is so important. That's a big out there to have two away in the inning. See some of the Eagle baseball players out watching tonight. Here's a shot to short, and Bain throws across to Thompson. And what do you know? An easy one, two, three inning, and... Um, one without controversy and weird things happening. Let's move along to the fifth inning. John's going to take you the rest of the way in this one. Your score, 6-2. to two. Good girls on top. Eagle leading Joe Burns on State Farm Prep Sports. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. 
Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890-2233. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Well, we are here in the top of the fifth, 6-2, Eagle Bowl leading uh, Joe Burns. Our game brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Emerson Williams in Smyrna on Enon Springs Road West. That's Emerson Williams, 459-2683, and here to take you the rest of the way and hopefully to an Eagle Bowl victory is John. Piper Gardner going to lead it off here in the fifth, and he sends a high chopper to second. So the first is in time. That's Putnam to head over there, and it's one away in the fifth. One pitch, one out, brings up the top of the order. Now Addie Linton, who's doubled, scored a run, walked, and reached on an error. She's also stolen the base. Six to two is our score. We're in the fifth. The top half, Eagleville batting. And the pitch to Emmeline Witt is a off-speed pitch that sails a little inside, 1-0. John, a little news on that uh, Eagleville baseball game. It was um, East Robertson defeating McKenzie. Pitch is taking a ball, 2-0. Um, in the if-necessary game, so East Robertson wins 5-2, so they move on. Um, McKenzie lost to East Robertson, or beat East Robertson 14-1 and then lost 5-2. There's a swing and a high fly ball to right field. Camping under it is Holt to make the catch for out number two. Now, one thing not to uh, forget in baseball, you know, you play all week, you play at two sites, Eagleville and Rockvale, double elimination, all that. Tomorrow is a winner-take-all championship game, Eagleville and East Robertson. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., airtime 945. Here's Emmeline Witt. She has walked, flied to right, and doubled and driven in a run. The pitch to her. Change up. She waited on it. Gets it into deep short. Long throw is going to be out by hiccup and the inning is over a very easy inning for yates and joe burns and we're going to go now to the bottom of the fifth it's still 6-2 eagleville on top we're at rick's barbecue on warrior drive where of course they've got barbecue and smoked chicken ribs but they have other favorites our chicken tenders are delicious we bred them here ourselves we have so many different kinds of sides and our nachos are really good and popular i love the menu i could literally eat here every day and marie brent's at rick's barbecue we're thankful for the customers we have a lot of regulars loyal customers that come in and when they come in i already know their order bet you're hungry now we'll see you at rick's barbecue 212 warrior drive You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. You do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. What if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-896-2013. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. 
Our game brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, along with Craig's Tax Service and Dr. Automotive, bottom of the fifth, and Eagleville leading 6-2 to two over Joe Burns. And a ball to Anna Putten, Puttman. And Anna has grounded to the first baseman, unassisted. And there's a foul down the first baseline. I tell you what, the twilight right now, it's really difficult to see the ball. I know, I was just thinking that. A ball and a strike to the third baseman of Joe Burns. Pitch, change up. What was wrong with that? Yeah, nothing. It was a strike. I knew if I waited long enough, I'd convince him. (laughs) One ball, two strikes. If you could hear him, he's fine because he's really loud. That's the problem. The crowd's so loud you can't hear him. Pitch, swung on, fouled, stayed alive. You know, I just realized, too, John, I don't know how – well lit that outfield is with that temporary fence and those light standards are so far back. You know, it may be a little tough to see out there. I don't know. One ball, two strikes the count and the pitch. Breaking ball comes up a little high and it's two and two. Eagleville, six runs. They have seven walks. Five hits. Most of them in the first inning. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Stays alive at two balls, two strikes. They had four hits in the first inning. And they've got five hits for the game. That's crazy, isn't it? And they scored one run without a hit in one inning. Yep. That was the uh, third. 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Drilled into right field, but fouled. That third inning was uh, one away, and then the fifth walk, a strikeout, then an error, back-to-back walks. So the leadoff hitter being a little difficult here to Addie Linton. It's a sign from the dugout. Now we're ready. War Britton gives that sign, and the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, foul back. Eagleville has got in the loser's bracket after game two. And they have pretty much taken care of business to get to this game. And the wind in the pitch. Swung on, drilled into center field, and dropped. Nice effort by Maddie Davenport. Had her played perfectly. Just couldn't keep it in the glove, and it's a leadoff single. And it brings up Millie Putnam, who's grounded to second and singled. She's one for two, so got to bear down here. We're up 6-2. Well, this top of the order has four of the five hits, and that Putnam hit there is the first one in the bottom of the order. There's a strike called on one. I think she went around as well. In fact, it's the one, two, three hitters who have had all the hits until Putnam. I see my son-in-law down there who has no idea where his daughters are. Here's the pitch. There's a strike call. And it's 0-2. Can't find a seat. He had to, he's standing. 2-2 pitch way outside, and the ball's going to get away. Wild pitch. And going to second now is Putnam. 
That's Amanda Millie's batting. Runner second now, nobody out. A one-two count to Millie Putnam. Checks her wristband, now she's ready. The two, one-two pitch is high. Two balls, two strikes. Well, there are no bleacher seats, really, to speak of. People standing everywhere here. And you can hear ambulances, motorcycles, just about anything. Yeah. That microphone's really good you've got. 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Bouncer to short. Tough play. Going to be a throw to first in time. That was a great play by Bain. That had a funny hop at the end. And there's one away in the inning. And the runner had to stay at second. One away brings up Julia Arms, who singled and grounded to second. One for two. Well, those girls have got to be having a second wind here. The many games they played. Pitch is a ball, 1-0. Oh. Well, you know, there's so much travel ball nowadays, Brian, that, you know, really they may play six, seven games a weekend. So yeah. this isn't really anything. Pitch, strike called, inside corner, and it's 1-1. One one. Well, two, two today for Eagleville, for instance. Oh, that's a piece of cake. 1-1 yeah. pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Took a little something off that pitch, and it's she's out in front. One ball, two strikes. Runner at second, one out. We're in the bottom half of the fifth. Joe Burns played at 10 this morning and then had to wait and play tonight after losing to Gordonsville. Pitch, swung on and missed. Trucker out. Strikeout number three for Linton. And there's two down. Brings up. It's 11. That would be Reese Head, isn't it? That is correct. So she is no longer the flex player. Right. She moved into the lineup. Pitch is swung on, a slow roller. They call it a foul ball, and it's a good thing. You know, it only took three innings, but I think we've got it straightened out now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm, you know, we're, we're right on top of things. Oh, me. 0-1 the count, two out, runner at second. Well, that takes a huge bat out of the lineup, too. And that, I think that hit her bad, and she's in the hole, no balls, two strikes. And you can tell Reese Head is so disgusted right now that that ball hit her bat. She's in the hole, no balls, two strikes. Six to two is the score. Eagleville trying to advance, get in the championship game tomorrow. Chad Lehman told me that was an 11-30 start, but... He's going to be 30 minutes late. Okay. Pitch, strike, three, call. Good inning by Addie Linton after the leadoff single, her fourth strikeout. No runs, one hit. There were no errors, and there was one left. We've played five now, and the score is Eagleville six and Joe Burns two here on State Farm Prep Softball. I'm State Farm agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. 
Fans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Well, our game brought to you along with, uh, of course, Andy Womack, good neighbor State Farm agents, Jeannie Allman, Celeste Middleton, Bud Morris, Emerson Williams, and Dana Womack. And here's one of my favorite players, Brindley Bain, to lead off and takes a change up, and it is a ball, 1-0. Brindley's flied out and walked twice. They don't want to pitch to her if they can all possible. We're in the top of the sixth, getting late for Joe Burns, and I can't say I'm saddened by that news. The pitch, take it inside, and it's 2-0. and Bain, most serious-looking girl you'll ever meet. Her dad's kind of like that, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all in softball here. Two balls, no strikes. I hope he doesn't hear me. I don't want to face him somewhere. Change up, miss, 3-0. He is a really strong softball mind, possesses a softball mind. 3-0 to Bain, and I'm not sure she's going to get a strike. Here's the pitch. Up and in, and she walks. No, nope. do I have that count? Maybe they called a strike on her. Well, he says 3-0, but oh, okay. I could have sworn no, that was the fourth I pitch. Thought I, missed, thought I missed one. I guess I did. Left-handed batter, Bain. I think what happened earlier is that one of those balls out. was. And there's ball four. Doesn't really matter. But um, now, do you have eight strike eight ball eight walks for her? I do. Okay. One was intentional, but it still yeah. counts. Brings up Maddie Davenport, who has singled, struck out, and grounded to second. Wouldn't mind having a couple more runs, would you? No. Little insurance. Pitches outside. One ball, no strikes. Can never have enough. What you have to do is win this game. Then you have to face Gordonsville and win that one to force the if game. There's a bouncer to short. Step on the bag one. On to first. Two. It's a double play. Six. Four, three. I don't know about you, Brian, but I've seen more double plays today than I than I can recall in a while. The I, baseball game and this one. I know. I was just thinking that same thing. There's what been two in this game, and that's hard to do in softball. Trust me. Brings up Ashton Walker. Has a good had a good day today. Two RBIs, two singles. In fact, she's buying for player of the game. She's in the running.
eighth grader from Eagleville. Has an 0-1 count to her. And the pitch. That one sails outside. A ball and a strike. This is a very funny game, John. Um, you take away the first inning, Eagleville only has one hit. Yes. One ball, one strike. The pitch. Just kind of a rough outing for Lucas, who's no longer in the game. But Yates came down and righted the ship, and she's held them. She's only given up one run herself. Well, I take well, I take that back. She got hit a little bit. I think walks. Yes. Here's the wind and the pitch. One two is outside. Two balls, two strikes. She's pitched a a one hitter, but eight walks. Again, a strange occurrence. Yeah. Is it Halloween? No, it's not. It's in October. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch, bouncer to second. Throw to first, got her by about three steps, and the inning is over. So it started out nicely with a walk, but a double play erased that, and they she only faces the minimum here in the sixth. We're going to the seventh. Eagleville leading it 6-2. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, and Lance Cassis Feed Supply. 0-1 the count to Callie Yates, who lines it foul down the third baseline. Walker was all over that one. But it's foul. Oh, no balls, two strikes. 6-2 Eagleville. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Only six more outs for Addy to get. Getting that championship game. Here's the pitch. Swung on, shot foul down the first baseline. Since the second, John, she has given up two hits, but a double play. Only faced three in the third, three in the fourth, and just four in the fifth. And the strikeouts have increased four as well, which is a good sign. The pitch must have been inside. One and two. Early on in the game, she had there was one particular pitch that she was having trouble with. Yates steps back in there. And the one-two. Swung on, bouncer second. Oh, tough hop, throw to first, not in time. And she's going to stay there at first. It will be an E4. That was a case where she let the ball play her, I think, Brian. And, and when you do that, 
you don't know what it's going to do. Probably maybe charge it maybe by half a step. Tough yeah. play. It was a really tough play. I think they were going to score that. Uh, a single? A single. Okay. Just because of the hop. I'm good with that. So a leadoff batter here in the sixth. And it's 0-1 the count. Alyssa Mitchell has struck out and lined out to short. Left-handed hitter. And Walker could reach out and touch her. She's so close. Pitch is high. One ball, one strike. This game's been up. Tough game for Eagleville, really. Although they had that early lead and have maintained the lead. It's just a scary game, I guess I'd yeah. say. And the ball gets away, and the runner's going to go to second. Just got to stay out of the big innings. You only have six outs to get. Well, John, it was the big inning that if this score maintains and play continues this way is, is what really took Joe Burns out of it early on. The one-two pitch, swing and a miss. Going to have to throw her out, and I don't think they're going to be able to, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Got by Warbritton, and then she's going to be at first. There's still nobody out. So give her a strikeout. And those things just are typical and routine on any other day. Right. You see her make that catch or throw out at first if she needs to, and uh, just not here tonight in this one. We've got a little trouble brewing here in the sixth. Miley head the batter. Grounded back to the mound. It's and the strike is called. And Miley's also struck out in the fourth. Linton has five strikeouts. Now the coach wants to have a little word with Head. This is Well, this may nobody be nobody it. out. It's kind of major trouble here. Yes. At this point, though, you still have a big enough lead. You just want to try to get an out. If they are playing in, they're playing for the Go uh, for the play at home. She bunts, shows it, takes a strike. It's 0 2. And Joe Burns may not get another opportunity like this, you know. Good point. Range would be next if head reaches. She bunts it foul. It's a strikeout. They throw her out, and I guess that run's going to score. Ball got away from Warbritton, and that's exactly right. I don't see any signal that that's going to be any different. Yep. So it's 6-3. Run scores. They do get her at first. I'm missing a batter here somewhere. Oh, no, I'm not. She struck Abbott Reese. So that was that was going to be on the play. A strikeout, throw them out, and they did do it. So it's six strikeouts. Got it straight now. Runner third, pitches inside. One ball, no strikes. So this is Reigns at bat. Yeah, we're right. I just okay. I had thought about. I forgot the strikeout. She didn't throw her out that first batter. She's the one down at third. That's Mitchell. 
Reigns is grounded to second, grounded to third. I'd take another one like that, too. Preferably ground out to third. The line of the pitch. Change up. Strike called. And it's two and one. That was a good pitch. 2-0 when you throw something off speed. Letting back ready. The pitch to Reigns. Strike called. It's two and two. Take another one just like that. That would be the ideal thing. Yeah. Right here. Lidden looks in. Ready now delivers. Swinging a weak foul at the plate. Count remains. Two balls, two strikes. Six to three now. Eagle. And there's one out. The pitch. Swung on, fouled up against the screen. Count remains, two balls, two strikes. Game time tomorrow for the Eagleville baseball game will be on the air at 945. Eagleville and East Robertson for the state championship. Probably the only game that will start on time there tomorrow. The pitch. Curveball lined in the center, and it see if it'll score a run. No, they don't send her. I'm a little, a little surprised at that, really. But two away. They maybe didn't want to risk it. And nice play by Mandy Davenport out there. Faith Hope the batter. She's walked and grounded to short. Six to three, Eagleville leading. Here in the bottom of the six, the pitch. Strike call, 0-1 outside corner to the left-handed hitter. Lidden picks up a little dirt. That's always good. That makes you throw it better. And ready for the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. 0-2. So one strike away from getting out of the sixth inning. Runner still down at third. The pitch. Swung on, shot through the hole, and a base hit, and a run's going to score. It's 6-4. Found a hole between Walker and Bain, and another single, second hit of the inning, and also the second run that scores. And that's Mitchell coming in from third. Kind of let her off the hook there a little bit, John, and had her down to one strike and couldn't finish it. Need an out. Here's the pitch. Better is Anna Putnam. Oh, no. Throw to first, and it got by, but she was kind of down on the ground. Yeah. And alert play out there. She had been upright. By wit been able to get to second, I think. One ball, two balls, pitch, grounded to third. Walker's going to go to first with it, and the inning is over, thank goodness. But they pick up two runs on two hits. There were a couple of pass balls in that uh, event, in that inning. 
and they strand one. We've completed six innings. We got us a ball game here, folks. Eagle six, Joe Burns four here on State Farm Prep Softball. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. For more than 30 years, my team and I have worked hard to help injured people throughout Middle Tennessee. Over that time, we've helped thousands of people get the legal help they need when they've needed it the most. And if we're not able to help or aren't the right lawyer for you, we'll do the best to point you in the right direction. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. And remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Quick, convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Well, we're back here at JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, and Last Cass's Feed Supply, bringing you State Farm Prep Sports. John? Who is go back to the beginning? Oh, never mind. Okay. And the first pitch is a ball, and the swing and a high pop left side. Shortstop Arms has it for out number one. Well, a little insurance would be nice. Thompson pops up to the first, the, the shortstop. It's going to be one of those games, I think. 6-4 is the score. Joe Burns has come fighting back from a 5-0 deficit, then a 6-1 deficit, and the pitch. There's a strike called, 0-1 outside corner. Well, we need someone with a timely hit to get a little rally going here, John, to get some insurance runs. Yates gone all the way since the first. And there's a strike called again about the same spot. 0-2 now to Abby Stokes. She's walked, bounced back to the mound, and popped out to the second baseman. She's 0 for 2. We've been our bats have been very quiet since the first. The pitch. High. One ball, two strikes. Just one hit. And that's all that Yates has given up since coming into the game. Might have been a different story if she started in the pitcher circle. You never know. Well, you know that's what Coach Head is thinking. But you never know. You don't know till you get them out there. Two balls, two strikes to count. One out here in the seventh. Three more at-bats for Joe Burns. Three more outs, if you put it that way, for Eagleville. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. Strikeout number six. Two away in the seventh, and here's Bella Bain, who's walked, flied out, and struck out. Scored a run. That's going to be an interesting line on uh, Yates. Is it? Got several strikeouts, but they eight walks. Pitch, the ball outside. Well, this is her seventh inning of work. Eight, eight, uh, eight walks, six strikeouts. The wind of the 1-0. Change is high, one ball, one strike. Let's look ahead, Brian. How's that? I always like to look ahead. 
Mm, it's going to be the top of the order for Joe Burns. The wind of the pitch. Again outside, two and one. Let's see, it'll be Putnam, Arms, and we'll have to see Reese Head. We will not have to see Lucas, which is a good thing. And then Yates, if anybody gets on. The pitch swung on, high chopper to short, and he gets through Arms' legs. Hop, we'll give her a single because that was a bad, bad hop. Never came up for her. So Bella Bain with a single with two out here. And it brings up Piper Gardner, reached on a fielder's choice, drove in a run, struck out, and grounded to second. Let's get another hit and get to the top of the order. How yeah, about it? That sounds like a good plan to me. A little two-out magic. The wind by Yates, the pitch. Ball outside, 1-0. That's only, what, the second hit off of her? That is correct. And that could be iffy. You know, it was. One ball, no strikes to count to Gardner. 6-4, Eagleville. We're in the top of the seventh. The pitch, high. Piper does. Uh, she did reach on a fielder's choice in the first and gets an RBI, the fifth run of the game. And the pitch is fouled away. Well, Brian, one good thing about it, Eagles been through this before, so they know the wars. And although Eddie Linton is a sophomore, it's Swing and a miss. Throw down and thought it got through, but Arms was able to knock it down a little bit. It's a stolen base for Bella Bain, and that puts uh, another insurance run out there at second with a 2-2. I think it's two balls, two strikes. Yeah. Here's the pitch. Must have been outside. Nope. Strike three called. And the inning is over. Strikeout number seven for Yates. Eagleville comes up with no runs. They had a hit, and they strand one. There was a stolen base in there as well. We're going to the bottom of the seventh. Eagleville, in order to advance to the championship game, has got to hold them here. They lead it 6-4. Hey, y'all. This is Lakin Hibden. I'm a mortgage loan originator for f Mortgage, a department of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, located on 322 North Front Street in downtown Murfreesboro. When you're ready to purchase your new home or refinance the one you have, I'll make sure your home loan process will move along smoothly when you put your trust in me. With attractive rates and a great solution that will fit your lifestyle and budget, F&B Mortgage is your hometown lender. Visit my website, lakeandhibden.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 401715. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and and pricing. You can also email Kelly, Winners Trophy at Comcast.net. That's Winners Trophy at Comcast.net. Any award for any occasion. Winners Trophies, 904 6002. 
I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Softball. We go to the top of the, uh, make that the bottom of the seventh, and Eagleville clinging to a 6-4 lead. When this game started and the first inning was over, I thought, wow, this could possibly be over in a short time. But it Burns, Joe Burns has really come back to fault back, and Millie Putnam is the batter. Leading off the bottom of the seventh, the pitch, a pie, one ball, no strikes. She's grounded out, singled, and grounded to short. She's one for three. This is a big hitter right here. I want to keep her off the bases if possible. One ball, no strikes. Here's the wind and the pitch into the dirt, and it's 2-0. and Bain comes in, gives us a few words of encouragement to Linton. 6-4, Eagleville in the seventh. Looks in, now the pitch. And that's a breaking pitch. It's in there for a strike, two and one. That pitch, which she had trouble with early, has now been her bread and butter. Yep. She really did struggle with that one, though, for about an inning and a half, really. Started to work it out in that second inning. 2-1. Swung on, fouled out of the play. And she's even the count up at two balls, two strikes. Like my chances a little better now. Putnam, arms, and head here in the seventh. Joe Burns has done a good job of just nibbling away, just keep poking away, and they've cut it to two. Here's the wind, the 2-2 pitch. Didn't mean to, but fouled it back. Eddie Linton going to throw everything but the kitchen sink to him. The Seagull crowd wanting a strikeout. They're on their feet. The wind, the 2-2. Swung on, fouled away. Good battle going on here. Two balls, two strikes. And the infield has not been kind to anybody tonight with ground balls, so get in front of it. The 2-2. Swung on, fouled back. Just hit three, that same spot. Don't even have enough softballs now. Eagleville came up with five in the first and one in the third. Joe Burns with one in the first, one in the second, two in the sixth. A 2-2 count to Putnam. Championship game tomorrow is at stake. The wind in the 2-2. Outside, count is full. Well, Putnam's got a good eye, doesn't she? She sure does. She's pulled about five, and now it's a full count. She wants to get on any way she can. Lidden's pitch. Swung on, grounder through the left side, base hit. Lead-off single for Putnam. And the bottom of the seventh doesn't start the way we want it to. But she fouls so many off, Brian. Got a, got a good look. And just... 
shot that thing between short and third. And it brings up Julia Arms. Singled, grounded to second, struck out. Oh, it was a great battle and saw Bain kind of shaded a little more towards second. And she just hit it in the open gap. You've got to give her props. I hate to put this on Lucas, but I'm kind of glad she's not in the game to bat in this inning. The pitch swung on, chopper third. Walker is going to go to first and got her. Boy, that was a close play. Bang, bang. What a stretch. But got her. Nice play by Walker. And there's a runner, though, at second. But we do have one out. Brings up Reese Head, who has singled and struck out. Well, I think that may be that may not be her, but I think she Lucas, just she's Lucas a, has been one up. She's on, has only her, been up once. Yeah, it's her second plate appearance. So instead of having a, a young lady that was two for two, you've got somebody zero for one. I, I'll take my chances. Yeah, and a big huddle on the mound, and everybody in the stands just immediately gets quiet. They want to try to hear what's going on, don't they? <laughs> I guess. I <laughs> wish they'd let me know. I think it's uh, for Eagle kind of a nervous anticipation uh, of, you know, kind of understand the situation. This is uh, a big batter right here. Reese Head struck out her last time up. Linton grabs some dirt, tosses the ball up in the air as the umpire cleans off the plate. And here comes Reese Head, the batter, right-handed hitter. Here's the wind and the pitch. Swung on, fouled away. Here's an example. If she gets on, I get really worried. If she makes an out, I don't care if the runner goes to third. You feel a whole lot better with your chances with two out. 0-1. The pitch, swing and a miss. One more strike is all she needs on Reese Head. You still got to face Yates. And another thing you, you've got to worry, don't let anything get by you in the outfield. Now time called. <laughs> and the suspense builds. 0-2 the count. She's ready. Here's the pitch. High. One ball, two strikes. We may have to get out of here in a hurry tonight, Brian. They're, they're, they're right on here behind us getting ready to <laughs> close up shop. Close up shop, yeah. One ball, two strikes. A runner at second. One out. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Eagle holding on to a 6-4 lead. The pitch by Linton. Swung on. Grounder to short. Baines going to go to first and get her by about three steps. Looking better. Two out in the seventh. Runner goes to third. And I don't care anything about that runner down at third. If we can just get out Callie Yates, who has reached on an error, grounded into a 6-4-3 double play and singled and scored a run back in the sixth. She's the one that kind of started that sixth inning off. Yes, she did. 
Two out in the seventh, and now Yates steps out. I don't blame her, and I don't blame Linton for taking her time either. This is the biggest hitter they're going to face this year up to this point, the pitch. Strike call. <laughs> Pressure packed. We went off. You can't go off the crowd reaction. No. <laughs> 0-1. Half of them are on their feet now, and now they're coming. 0-1. Linton's pitch. Swung on, shot to third. Walker throws. Got it. Eagleville wins it. They're going to play tomorrow. They win it by a score of 6-4 to four over Joe Burns. And they're going to go tomorrow in the championship. Going to be facing Gordonsville. Got to beat them twice, Brian. But, boy, I'll tell you what. They got there and all the way through the loser's bracket. So anything goes tomorrow. That's very true. They have no runs in the seventh. They get one hit. They strand one. And Ashton Walker made two of the three of those plays tonight. Still vying for our player of the game. All right. We're going to come back. We'll have the Prentice Austin Heating and Air postgame show, and then we'll get out of here. But we got a game, a championship game with Eagleville baseball tomorrow. So stay right here with us. Final score once again, Eagleville 6, Joe Burns 4. From dings and dents to full body work, Bowen's Body Shop has been trusted by Rutherford Countyans for over three decades. Let Jeff and Kyle Bowen put their years of experience to work for you. They have a large paint and body shop at 459 Middle Tennessee Boulevard with all their work done on site. If you have a fender bender or even worse, Bowen's Body Shop is the place to call. 896-0008. Family owned and operated. That's Bowen's Body Shop. 896-0008. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Wow. What a game. Boy, they had a little bit of everything. 6-4 final. Eagleville wins it. The girls are now going to be in the championship game against Gordonsville tomorrow. And we'll tell you all about that in just a minute as well. But we're going to talk about this game first. But first, I want to tell you about Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. They service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. You can rely on the Ring Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air to keep you home, your home or business comfortable year-round. Call them at 615-890-1311 or check them out online at PrenticeAlsop.com. That's Prentice Alsop Heating and Air on West College Street. Taking a look at our Dr. Automotive's player of the games, and Brian, I know you've got stats. I'm, I'm looking at mine. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, looking, looking. And let's see. Walker wound up two for four today, yeah. John, with uh, two runs driven in and a run scored. So. And she made two outs in that seventh inning. Yeah, those were big outs, too. All right, we'll go with Ashton Walker, the eighth grader, gets the bid tonight on our Dr. Automotive players of the game. Dr. Automotive provides local car owners with excellent auto repair services from ASC certified mechanics and master mechanics. Brothers Randy and Danny Brewer and their staff at Dr. Automotive are fully equipped to serve your vehicle repair and maintenance needs. They're on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna and online at AutoRepairSmyrna.com. Our Craig's Tax Service keys to the game, and 
There were, there were several. But I think you really got to look at it, the five-run first inning. Yeah, I mean, they sent 11 to the, to the plate in the first, and, John, they scored five of their six runs in the first. And, in fact, after the first inning, only had two hits throughout, so they needed every one of those five runs. They sure did. I mean, everything was 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 important. They knocked out the uh, starting pitcher after five batters, and uh, you know it was a big, big, big first inning. Well, tax laws can be very confusing. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. That's where Credit's Tax Service comes in. They specialize in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. Give them a call today at six one five eight nine zero two two three three. And if you've missed part of the game, check out WGNSSports.com and tap on the Sir Pizza podcast button to download or listen. You can now order your favorite pizza online. That Royal Feast is a winner, buddy. Go to SirPizzaTN.com for carryout or delivery. That's Sir Pizza on East Main, South Church Street, and on Memorial Boulevard. And we want to thank our friends at Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, helping you live your best life. Whether you're in the game, on the sidelines, or cheering from the stands, the doctors and staff at TOA are here for you online at TOA. Dot com. Six to four, the final league will wins it. Brian's going to wrap things up with the stats and also tell you about tomorrow and our plans and all the schedule. And we got two standing, uh, Brian, the Eagleville girls softball and Eagleville baseball. Yeah, and unfortunately, you're going to have to make some choices if you're an Eagleville fan tomorrow because baseball plays at 10 and uh, softball will play at uh, 11 o'clock and they will play on Starplex field number three. We're on four tonight, so field number three. They will play Gordonsville at 11 o'clock with the uh, if game, which Eagleville will need if they want to repeat as state champion. They will need that, uh, and that will be scheduled for 1 o'clock tomorrow. So they've got, what, two hours uh, scheduled for games. So there you go. Stats tonight. First of all, for Joe Burns, a quick look at them. Amelia Putnam was two for four with a run driven in. Julia Arms was one for four with a run scored, as was Kaylee Yates. Uh, Kalia Lucas was two for two and then got into a collision in the third with uh, second baseman Stokes, or maybe it was Bain covering, I can't remember now. But uh, regardless, a ruling was made. She was restricted to the dugout. She was also the starting pitcher. Um, So that took her bat out of the lineup. And that was pretty big. One for four, again, uh, for Yates with a run scored. And Faith Holt was one for three with a run scored and a run driven in and a walk. For the uh, pitching staff for Joe Burns, Lucas, no innings pitched. uh, Four runs, four hits, no strikeouts, walks, or hit batters. And here's the really interesting look at Yates. Seven innings, two runs, two hits. Seven strikeouts, but eight walks. Four Eagleble. One for three with a run scored for Addie Linton and a walk. One for three with a run scored and a run driven in and a walk for Emmeline Witt. Maddie Davenport was one for four with a single in the first and a run scored. Ashton Walker again, two for four with a run scored and two driven in in that first inning. Big, big inning for Eagleble tonight. And Bella Bain was one for three with a run scored and a walk. She had one of the two hits, and Walker had the other. After the first, they only had two hits for the rest of the game. Litton in her seven innings, four runs, eight hits, struck out five, and walked just one. 
Eagle Bulls scored five in the first. Joe Burns got one back in the bottom of the first. They tacked on another in the second. So it was five to two before Eagle Bull put on another one. In the top of the third, it was six to two, and it stayed that way until the sixth when Joe Burns added on two to make it a really tight game, six four, and a scoreless seventh inning for both teams. Make that your final score. Eagle Bowl again playing tomorrow at 11. They will play Gordonsville. They must force the second game to win that. Also earlier today, it was Stewart's Creek finishing in the final four, losing 6-4 to four to Farragut. So Farragut and uh, Collierville will be playing for the 4A state championship tomorrow night. Eagle Bowl baseball winning 9-4 to four over Peabody today. They move on and will face East Robertson. East Robertson... Um, Lost the first game today to McKenzie, 14 to one, but came back to win five to two over McKenzie. And East Robertson will face Eagle Bowl at 10 a.m. tomorrow, 9:45 airtime for us. And um, softball, it's going to be really, really difficult. Even if they get that second game for us to get here, we'll decide something and see what we can possibly do. But. That's We're not going to promise. Now. We can't promise. Can't There's promise. Just no way. Just no way. Brian, they have a chance to win. They made history last year. Yep. Now they've got a chance to make history again with back-to-back, well, both of them. It's amazing. The Eagle Bowl is over 100 years old as a school, and last year softball won the first-ever team championship, and then baseball the very next day won the second team championship, and both teams are back in those same spots, but still some work to do. Congratulations, Coach Lehman and Coach Bain. They're going to play tomorrow. And, uh, boy, we've got our fingers crossed they play two tomorrow. Yep, yep. That's for sure. And uh, just want to say thanks to Jackson Smith back at the station. He gets a day Iron off Man. tomorrow. Iron Man. Is that his new nickname? He, uh, yeah. He, Iron he, Man. You're finally giving him a day off? Well, yes. He's got a day off. He's got to work Saturday, Middle Tennessee. Got to use playing. that other guy. <laughs> uh, there is another guy coming in. <laughs> We're going deep into the bullpen tomorrow, but I uh, do want to thank Jackson for all his work this week. Let's see. We've done uh, six games, and there have been two Middle Tennessee games, so that's eight games for him worked in all Spring Fling HQ. So much appreciated, Jackson. All right, Brian, and, and we were going to take the scorekeeper out for dinner, a late dinner, due to uh, all the help that he gave us, man. I'm not sure he wants dinner, though. That, it may be, <laughs> it may be a stiff <laughs> Soda pop. <laughs> that was a that was a weird game. I'm telling you, sure to, was. To score. All right, uh, Brian. I'll see you in the morning. Sounds good. We'll be on the air beginning at 9:45. Tune to 101.9. That's right, 101.9. And uh, of course, you can also hear us on WGNSRadio.com because the Blue Raiders are off too. That's right. They've had a great. They've had a great tournament. They have, and uh, they'll be playing Saturday morning at nine o'clock. All right. And that's going to do it for us until we talk to you next time, which is in the morning. For Brian Barrett, Jackson Smith, this is John Dinkins. So long, everybody. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game. game. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.